0: Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy Funkadelic Jones. (laughs) this crazy, crazy times that we living in. We got a show to do. We're going to speak on it. We're going to speak our piece. But I'm Funkadelic Jones.
1: (laughs) It's your boy, Aaron Fontesetti. And as you can see behind me, I got the Black Panthers armed and ready to the T. (laughs) Put your fist up in the air. Black black power. (laughs) Black power. Man, Man, we got Go ahead, go ahead. We
0: got a lot to cover. I, I feel like we do got a lot to cover. Now, before we get started, I know me and you already did an episode of people being canceled. I, I, I remember that. But it yep. seems like the internet is gone crazy now. Yeah, And people are getting canceled left and right because, number one, my girl B. Simone, I'm sorry you was looking for a boyfriend or whatever, <laughs> she just, like... Yo, Twitter got her up out of here immediately, bro. Yeah, they did. I don't know if you know my man Desi Banks. The dude No, nah, I- you,
1: you always like retweeted a little yes, sir, type dude. Yeah.
0: Yo, they got slim
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel are working overtime, man.
0: Yo, when I tell you they got they got uh Odell Beckham, the football player, they got him. bro. This is like and it's crazy because like they getting people out of here because they like, oh, you're not with the you're not with the movement, you're not with the
1: protest? You talking about peaceful. Hey, cancel. He's done. It's bro, like, like the way they just canceling everybody throwing them out, it's like you would have thought it was a Royal Rumble. I'm telling you, bro, I was like, yeah, God <laughs> damn. They said- throwing people out left and right. I'm like, what did this person do now? I'm trying to find out what they did. The whole time three other people just got thrown out. I'm like, What's
0: going on? So, uh, for my man Desi Banks, Desi Banks put a picture up and it, at the top it said, This is a protest. So basically, I think it was showing like the, the March uh, on Washington, the, the Dr. Martin Luther King. But at okay. the bottom it said, The bottom it said, It showed like people looting the target and he was like, This is a crime. And people right. just automatically just was like, <laughs> <"Don't> <laughs> you know, like, I said, Dave, I said, Dave. I was like, damn, bro. I was like, yo, cancel culture. Y'all doing this protest, yo. Y'all are serious going to work
1: right now, bro. Yeah, like the internet's on fire. Of course, we're in our five minute rent right now. So the internet is on fire right now. So I caught wind of what B. Simone did. I don't know what uh, Odell did, but I think B. Simone said something about her being Christian or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Something
1: like that. Bro. I was just
0: like, I was like, what? But the crazy part about B. Simone, too, and B. Simone legit went on, she went on Twitter, told my son, y'all can't cancel me. I was like, B, I'm gonna need you to calm down.
1: You're not untouchable. <laughs> if
0: they wanna cancel, cancel you, best believe, they will cancel you in a heartbeat. The
1: internet has the power. They, they just cancel people just for being online. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I said, damn, bro." Are oh, you logged in today? Canceled. Can't yep. have that. Shit took get, the day off. Get him out of there. <laughs> out of like, <laughs> what, what happened? What
0: happened with Odell Beckham? So, Odell basically was preaching more of like uh, a peaceful, he wanted like peaceful, like he, cause he was talking about like black people died, like like black fathers died, black mothers, aunts. He basically wanted like a more of a peaceful protest and people were just not having that. People were just like, oh yeah? Oh yeah? Get him out of here! <laughs> <laughs> it's like damn, like damn, yo, it's like I don't know, man. Cancel culture, man. Y'all doing this protest? Hey, y'all letting people have it. I don't give nobody say, bro. Like y'all just on, y'all just on some. They be like go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> go ahead and say it. <laughs> go ahead and say it. You see, Look, see what
1: pe- people, people just standing up here and saying, okay, well, let me tell you this, celebrities, because. Every celebrity on, is on notice, and I want to say this, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, breaking news, breaking the world news. Apparently, they even getting Beyonce about it here. I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't. Y'all not, serious? I did not. I seen Beyonce like speaking. I did not yeah. know
0: they canceled Beyonce for that.
1: They, bruh, 2020 is a yeah. wild year. They canceled Beyonce. <laughs> Well,
0: listen, we all know, we all know they going they not gonna cancel Beyonce for real. They, they going they just mad, they just temper's flaring, but as yeah. soon as Beyonce come out with Coachella or another album, the yeah. beehive gonna come back.
1: So let's go ahead and kill that noise already. All she gonna do is uh what is it, on the run, DVD, everybody they, gonna be settled. She can put out a whole live album and y'all go crazy. It's all good. Bro. Right. It's all good. Maybe back to singing that song, Who whatever? Chuck
0: We be on happy. No!
1: But now we're gonna get to our topics, man. We're gonna talk about the first thing that's on everybody's timeline, the first thing that's out in the business out in the streets. We're going to talk about these riots that's going on. And these riots, man, you know, we've been rioting for a while. Rioting has, I mean, Black Panther, you know, rioting has been going on for a long time. It's been people around the world who riot, but this is the first time I've seen America riot in the same way. Like you look at people in, I would say Paris, and other countries especially third world countries when they riot they really go hard and seeing americans like that i'm like okay this is a revolution is it do you think it's a revolution going on or do you think it's like a lot of riots where it's like okay we're going to go fight we're going to go riot, and then it dumps down
0: i don't think this is necessarily a revolution i think Mm -hmm. this of course is going to be it's going to be a riot. it's going to be it's gonna die down eventually, but this is still the the wounds are still fresh. So of course people are still going to ride. Now, however, my thing about this whole ride situation is, I'm all I'm all for I'm all for because again, you got different ways of like riding. You know what I mean? You got the protests, which course, everybody picking signs, speaking their voice, like making their voice be heard for the change. I'm I'm with all that. I'm also I'm also for the riding. Now, the only thing about me with the riding is. We we ride the wrong way, and let me tell, let me explain, because I, I had to say this already before. We burn our own community up. That's the part that, that throws me off completely. Is because we go we go tear up all our our grocery stores and our our target stuff. No, I get what I get the frustration, but here's what y'all need to do: why don't y'all go tear up the white people stuff? Because remember, <laughs> I'm I'm dead serious, like I'm dead serious, because it's just like it's just like. We can kill, like, they come to our community and killing us. You got these, these white cops killing black, black people in our own community. Why don't we go into them communities that we not, that we not even allowed to go in? We all, we all know them neighborhoods. As soon as you go through there, they got, they over there looking like, yes, officer, <laughs> this is a suspicious black car keep driving around. you Or you just drive to the neighborhood and the cop just legit just keep following you. Every time you turn, they turn. That's the neighborhood that
1: you need to be in and you need to ride in. That's the
0: neighborhood you need to be in.
1: Wasn't it like earlier this week where they was talking about Target uh, Largo? Yeah, They was yeah. like Target Largo five o'clock. I'm like, why?
0: <laughs> they, why? Was, uh, they was ready to loot that joint? Why? You, but it again, has nothing in it. But again, it's just because the simple fact that like Target up there in Minneapolis got got looted, so everybody, like, I guess, Target is the spot. So we are gonna loot Target. But again. The police already was sitting outside. It's like, I wish I would loot something over here.
1: How are you going to loot an empty store? Like, Target, that's why I thought it was so stupid. I'm like, if you've been in that Target, it has nothing in it. There's nothing I, in that Target. What are you going to loot? I thought they was going to loot the Target of the street from where I, where
0: I live at, uh, over here in, in Oxon Hill, bro. Because that's a brand new Target. only been open for like six months. So I'm thinking they about to loot that, John. I was about to be like, oh. I was like, oh. But... Again, it's like, guys, I'm all for, I'm all like, y'all, Well, again, we tearing up, like, stores like that Target and Largo, the Target up in Oxon Hill, like, stores like those, we we going after the wrong stores. Again, you need to go up to the Target and West, God knows where, Maryland. That's what we need to be like, since y'all want to tear our stuff up, since y'all want to come down here and hurt us, we going to your neighborhood, and we about to tear everything up over here. I guarantee they don't like that. I guarantee they're like, oh my gosh, all our stuff is being stolen and stuff. Yep, that's how we gonna do it.
1: But hey, I'm gonna get your speed on that one. Okay, so this whole situation about the rioting is expected, you know, with the death of George Floyd and everything that happened and the other deaths that happened also. Uh, it's just one of those things to where it's just, it's, it's crazy to see the anarchy that's going on because it's spreading throughout all cities start in Minneapolis and moved on to D.C. and other cities and I'm going to save the shenanigans for later. where well, I'm going to just going to ride into tip. It's one of those things to where you look at the whole situation and it's just like, how long is this going to go? Cause we know rides when they come out and they do stuff like this, it's usually for about a week or two. Mm-hmm. Maybe three weeks and everything kind of dies down. And that's why I actually was just a revolution because the way people are rioting, it makes it seem like in other countries, rioting goes on for months in other countries. Like when they fight for stuff, they really fight for stuff. And for me, I look at it as if, you know, if it were to create some sort of change and some sort of real cause. Not saying the deaths aren't real cause, because they are. But what about situations to where your government, you know, is threatening, you know, your livelihood as a citizen, you know, those are things that should be rioted to, but they're not. So that's that for me is kind of like, okay, I see what you're saying, as if like this is not gonna last long, it's gonna blow over, because it's like when it comes to like somebody getting shot and killed, which, you know, I totally, I totally hate. It's one of those things to where it's like, if we riot for other causes on top of this, then I'm like, okay, we're real fighters out here. We're real fighters. See, now,
0: and, and again, it's just like, we all know, because again, with us, well, with blacks, we all know the outcome of the situation. Mm-hmm. Now, let's keep it real. They already got the officer third degree in manslaughter. He gonna do. He gonna probably do about five or ten years. He still gonna keep his pension. They probably put on suspended pay. He back on the job. Meanwhile, brother George, he's gone. He's not coming back. Yeah. You know. What I mean? So we all know, and we all know, like everybody been preaching talking about some peaceful riot. Understand this, with African Americans. And our struggles and our history with law enforcement, our history with the, with the judicial system, there's no such thing as peaceful.
1: Yeah.
0: No such thing as peaceful, man. Because of the simple fact that we're not gonna get the justice that we deserve. Again, they always gonna look at it as in like, all right, you guys are doing too much. I need you to get back. Cause put it like this. Wasn't like, wasn't white people just riding a couple of days ago for haircuts, like a couple of weeks ago for haircuts?
1: Yeah, they they were uh at someone's Capitol Hill, I forgot who it was. They was at the Capitol, and they were riding.
0: Yeah, see what I'm saying? So, But again, when that protest was going on, cops was just sitting around looking at something, look at these crazy people, haircuts. <laughs> I ain't, I need a haircut for damn self. But again, the cops didn't do nothing about it. But for us, every time we got an issue, we got a process or something going on, they come and ride... Rag- riot shields, tear gun gas, shotguns, got the dog on the side, because they already know it's about to get out of hand with us. Because, like I said, like, we already know the outcome is like, dog, our frustration is crazy. Like, when are we, like, we always talk about change, No, and no disrespect to anybody, but I'm going to say this, for all my people that say all lives matter, for all my Trump supporters and all my blue lives matter people, stop saying these, stop saying all lives matter, blue lives matter, And y'all keep killing others. Stop saying it. Y'all keep trying to counter to myself. Y'all saying, but all lives matter. How does all lives matter when, so let me guess, is all lives matter except black people. I get it. Cool. (laughs) Because clearly that's what y'all, that's what that phrase
1: is basically saying. I agree. (laughs) Clearly. I think what this situation is, is with the culmination of the other deaths, because it's, quite a few people who you know died along with george floyd mm-hmm. uh i think it's one of those things to where seeing on the internet it seems like black people just don't care anymore because what it seemed like we were stuck in the bubble of approval for white people because every time you know something happened it's like oh These people are acting like animals and black people would even say it about black people. These people act like animals. These people are doing this, doing that. And black people are like, look, we don't care. OK, we really don't care anymore what you think of us. We're going to do what we're going to do, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're Ray Ray from, you know, down the street or you're Oprah Winfrey and you're a prolific black person in America or in the world you're still a nigger. You're still a nigga at the
0: end of the day. And see, E.R. And see, this is why, like, with the whole riding thing, this is why I say we, we, we ride, but we ride in the wrong way because, again, we tearing up our own communities. Understand this. When you go in black communities, there are, there are businesses that people been scratched and clawed for their whole life just to build. And
1: yeah. they,
0: they looking at, like, y'all busting out their windows, y'all stealing all this stuff. They're like, I can't even reopen my business no more. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. When you look at places like Atlanta, that's it's, uh, again that's majority black. You look at PG County, it's a lot of wealthy black around here. It's black businesses over here. So if you tell PG County, you tell places like Atlanta, understand this. Now you sitting there looking with the why are you tear why are you tearing up why you tearing up your community when you should be up there like again go go tear up their community. Like I said, like it's a different like black people like people thinking people putting. People mixing, it, people mixing like the rioting and the looting as a part of the protest all together. Like rioting, looting, this is something that y'all want. This is something that they doing, that we doing on our own. Again, protest is, is something you use with your words. Protest is something you use with your actions. The Black Lives Matter t-shirts, that's protesting. I Can't Breathe t shirts t that's protesting. Hands up, don't shoot, that's protesting. Like the robbing and looting, that's supposed to be the message. And the message that we sending. Like our message is, all right, since you want to kill us, we're gonna burn down businesses around here. That's the wrong message to be sending. You guys send, you gotta go to somebody else's neighborhood and be like, Listen, hey, y'all not with us? Cool, we about to
1: set this whole place ablaze. You feel me? (laughs) I believe it's causing a divide because when you look at it, it's getting our own people be like, All right, this is sort of trash. Because, like you said, you know, it's people who started a business and they might have put online, and imagine within a month of May, you work so hard and you finally got your business, you've been celebrating, and then this happens and it's all for nothing. You know, it's all in smoke because people just decide. And the thing is, usually people say, oh, insurance can pay for it. But there are some businesses that don't have insurance because they're so new. You know, the insurance didn't clear yet. So it's one of those things to where it's like, I don't think it's the smartest thing to do. Like you said, protesting and rioting are two different things. You can protest without rioting. Protest is, okay, we're going to take a stand. Rioting is from anger. So being angry about the situation that happened with the deaths is to be expected. But like you said, not in our area. Exactly. Because it's sort of like the one-two punch like, you have, you know, the white people who are in our area Do then you have the black people who finish the job. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, there's no wonder why we're going down at twice the rate. Twice Cause, as fast.
0: Because you think about it, too. All this all this robbing and looting in our own community, what you think they're going to do? We got to clean the mess up when it's all said and done. And then you got, of course, since we keep talking about, like, keeping the, keeping the community black, keeping all these different things. No, the white folks move in. They buy up the property. They full start forcing people out. They start gentrifying. They're like, hey, you did us a, nothing but a solid favor. Because now, at the end of the day, all we got to do is now, all we got to do is just add some buildings, add some little luxury apartments that we know y'all can't buy. And now y'all, y'all gone this way. So that's what I'm saying. Like again, like you sending a message, but you sending the message in the wrong place. I get the frustration is like right in and there, but no, you need to take the, you need to take that out of our community. Like show like that's where that's where the whole message of like again, this is where the community comes into play. At. This is where the community comes to. This is where we come together. Not tear the community up. No, we supposed to come together. It's just
1: one of those things to where it's like we're we're going to find out in 14 days because apparently the narrative has shifted you know we were all about uh corona and now it's about the riot so we're going to find out in 14 days you know what the deal is and you can obviously see george Soros working overtime because they were saying that they were laying bricks i've been seeing videos online floating around to where They said they were pre-placing bricks somewhere so the rioters could start throwing them and stuff like that. And you had another guy who was a police officer who was starting the riots. And they were saying, the protesters aren't doing the riots, it's the police officers, uh, agent provocateurs, whatever they call them. So this whole situation is, we're just going to have to see how this thing plays out in real time. See, so I want to I want to switch the topic a little bit, and I want
0: to switch the topic because I've been seeing this a lot, and the main thing is people saying like, pe like people of like people outside of the African American race, and people and people that have certain job professions. Like I seen I seen one I seen one uh, WNBA player. I seen a lot of like social media influencers just been saying like, hey, where's all the where's like where's all the white people that's supposed to be cool with us? Where like I don't, I don't hear y'all voices. My thing yeah. is just understand. Like you gotta understand what they got on the line. Cause don't get me wrong. You can look, you can look at every college basketball player that's out here. Again, you got these these white schools. They go into their neighborhood. Hey, we want you. We they don't give a they don't give about damn about you or your social issues. They just worry about you winning the championship. You think your coach going like? The coach can come out with a sympathy letter saying, "Yeah, racism is bad," like, you know that little nonsense. But you think they are gonna wear the Black Lives Matter t-shirt? No, cause why? Them them white folks, them donors, they looking at, they looking over his shoulder like, "Go ahead, and put that t-shirt on. Let me snatch that money from you." Yes. Oh, yeah. Remember who put you in that seat? Let me snatch that money from you. They already know, and even as again, Rihanna said it best. She was just like white people, you want to be friends, you want to be cool with black people, here's the perfect time. Here's the perfect time. No, don't be cool with us because again, y'all like our food, y'all like our music, y'all like our fashion. But as soon as a social issue comes, you, uh, you disappear, you just like, like, I hope y'all get what y'all are looking for, but I can't be involved in that. You know, but my thing is like, what, what's your whole take on a situation like that
1: though? Yeah, I've seen that narrative online also it's just one of those things to where you see people online and they're basically like okay me being black where are my friends at you know but before i get to that i want to talk about what you're saying it's not easy being stuck between a rock and a hard place Mm -hmm. you know when you have sponsors and you have these people at work Mm -hmm. most people are like hey i'm with you i'm out here but at the same time i have to put food on the table and the reaction towards celebrity backlash is anger, right? You're you're angry because they're not out here like doing, you know, the rioting and the protests and things like that. But they can protest. There's multiple ways to protest. You don't have to go in the street to protest. You could be in your house. You could speak on it. You can represent without actually going out in the streets. It's at the end of the day, you have to find a way to put food on your table, but also show people that, hey, I support my people and I support the situation that's going on right now. So mm-hmm. with the narrative that's been going on, it's also been people of other races, you know, Hispanics, Asians who like, hey, we have to check our people. And it was a Hispanic person like, hey, all my people, turn off Telemundo, turn off Univision, can okay, they pay in black people in a bad light? And being there's a lot of anti-black you know, history within all people of color, they're trying to make sure people say, okay, you have people of color and you have black people. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. And not to group each other up, not, not to group each other up in the fact that, okay, we're all one. If we're all one, let's act like it. And before I uh, pass it back to you, I wanna say, some things that i've also seen online where people say oh we're all one race the human race and i don't see color which is the dumbest thing i've ever heard we don't see color you mean to tell me if you're a white guy right and another white guy walks in a room and i walk in a room who are you going to notice you mean exactly. to tell me you're going to talk to us the same exact way no <laughs> no, no you're not no you're not. I've been, I I remember I was in meetings with uh, people, right? I was in meetings with white guys and I was in meetings with, you know, black people. And we just talked to each other how we talk, but the white person's like, yo, what's up, man? You know, just ain't crazy, man. Them people be tripping. I'm like, you know you don't talk like that. Exactly, exactly, bro. You you don't talk like that. Talk talk to me how you talk to everybody else. Don't, see, don't patronize me. See, what people got to realize a thing
0: about the difference between, like, again, with like African-Americans. When we go into these jobs, understand we can't be us. We can't be, we can't be us all the time. Like, I can't, I can't talk to my, like, if I'm, and I'm in that job my supervisor, white, all that, I can't talk to him how I would talk to my man Aaron. No. I can't, man, what's good, bro, you know what I mean? Just everything straight, man. Let me tell you how crazy. No nah, you gotta go in there, hey, how you doing today, sir? And, you know, I just came in and asked you, you gotta, you gotta just switch up your style. But yeah. see, I've been seeing a lot, I've been seeing a lot, like a lot of sports anchors as well talking about some, we need, we need white athletes. First of all, y'all gotta start to stop coming up with this notion of we need, we need white people to, to, to back us up while I cause to mean something. They're like, well, where's the Tom Brady's? Where's the Aaron Rodgers at? Understand this. Tom Brady's gonna probably write a little small quote. Racism need to stop. But let's keep it real. You really think Tom Brady gonna risk his all his sponsors and endorsers for a cause that don't got really nothing to do with him? Probably not. So like I hate I hate the notion of that they keep saying like, well, we need white people to speak up to. Again, white folks are not about to risk something that don't got nothing to do with them. Yeah. That's why I take it back to them college coaches. Them college coaches they hit a coach. That them sponsor them donors are, are, are putting money here. Y'all need to win. They not paying them to get involved in black people issues. So understand this. Like, money talks. To some people, money talks. Now, my whole thing is what I really want to get into is can we can we can we officially separate good cops with stuff like this happen? Can we can we officially separate good cops and bad cops? And I also want to ask you, do black, do black cops, do, do they have a saying when things like this go on? Or do or just, or everybody going to start looking at them as, as the enemy because they got a badge on? That's what I want to
1: ask you. I would say not to look at them as cops, but to look at them as people. Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, when they go home, they take the badge off, they take the uniform off, they're people. And there's no such thing as good cop and bad cop. They're cops. You know, it's like people. Good people, bad people, they're people. Not everybody is like each other. And the reason why I say there's no such as good or bad is because that's all up to perception. Somebody might be bad to me, but somebody else think they're good. Somebody might be good to somebody else. I might think they're bad. So. With that question, the first question you ask, it's, it's just a matter of how do you operate? How do you sleep at night? How do you go about your day to day? Because there are people It's like, hey, I'm just doing my job. Somebody might say a cop is racist or they don't like these certain people. But at the end of the day, they do the job. You see what I'm saying? They might not. You see it all the time in the workforce. They don't really care for you. But they're just here to do a job, so that's why I say good or bad is up to interpretation. Your second question was about black officers, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing about black officers, they do have a voice, especially when it comes to a situation like that. And I seen an officer online who was basically representing, who was saying, "Hey, this is the deal. You know, we're going to try to make sure we smooth everything out and try to keep people in trouble and make sure." everything's on the straight and narrow in the midst of chaos. I think they do have a voice and they should, but their voice isn't really going to get heard with all this emotion and tension going on and all this anger because it's going to come across as you're not real. You're just saying that, da, 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 da. And it's not going to be seen as genuine concern when you have cops out here who at the end day are people, Right. They just here to do the job, and it's looked at as insincerity. So, I want I want to get your answers on the questions you asked asking. Well, like I said,
0: my thing I'm really going to hit with the whole the, the black cop, good and bad. If you look at this Freddie, this this not Freddie, but if you look at this George Floyd situation, mm-hmm. you 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 put your you you if you put yourself in that situation, if you look at the cops that was right there, that was just watching the whole situation. Understand this. Them dudes, of course, gotta be held accountable just like this other guy was. Because let's keep it real. You you if your partner got got his knee on somebody's neck and you pretending to turn your back and do and do crowd control, you can't tell me with a straight face that you don't see what's going on. You can't sit right there and say, all right, all right, that's enough. Go ahead and get off of them. So good and bad, like you said, good and bad, people is people, but you gotta realize it's like, okay. You you got you had to have a motive behind this. Cause you can't sit here and tell me that you just you just sat there and watched. Like all these cops was on the scenes, even if it's just you, you can't sit there and tell me that you just going that you didn't have no heart, no heart for this dude to say like, yo, he really can't breathe, like get off him. No, you just sat there and turned your back. So just like my just like this cop that killed him, you about as guilty as he is though. So you can't sit there and walk and say like, man, like how can you? How can you explain that? Before I continue, like, how I'm asking, how do you, how do you explain watching your partner just kill somebody
1: and you just and you pretend like you like you didn't see what was going on? There's definitely there's definitely accountability, and you can't. And I want to say something that's interesting because there was another video that came out where a cop was arresting somebody, mm-hmm. and they had the same procedure tactic where they put the knee on someone's neck and there was a cop helping the other one arrest them and then the other cop ended up having to physically remove the knee from the person's neck so it's either you can look at it as two ways you can look at it's like okay we're being filmed you can't do this or it's like hey man that's not right that's not in our standard procedures mm-hmm. so it's just one of those things to where it's like Is this going to be a thing where all cops are going to start putting their their knee on people's necks to sort of like rile up people and assert authority, quote unquote? Or is it going to be one of the things where more cops are like, hey, we're not doing that, you know? Because I don't want to be held accountable for something another cop did. See,
0: and and before I continue with, you know, with, with the whole thing about black cops. My thing about cops in general, and this is the thing that that frustrates us as African-Americans, and this is what people got to understand. We have, yet, we have yet to shoot up a school. We have yet to shoot up a church. We have yet to walk in and shoot up a mall. And yet these people don't even get handcuffed. Either they don't get handcuffed or they do get handcuffed and they get walked out. Understand this, guys. Us both being African Americans, even in African American, we ain't gonna go shoot up no shopping center. You think we gonna get handcuffed? You think they gonna put us in the back? No, they are gonna kill us on site. We won't even we won't even make it to the to the back of the police car. Soon as somebody lay eyes on us, they open and fire. So, but my only thing is like, what if, I, I need I need to I need to ask the police department, what is y'all what is y'all procedures when it comes to black and white because i'm not understanding how when y'all arrest black people it takes 15 officers to get one person down everybody jumping on one brother I, I, i'm not understanding that that's the part that, that, that continues to mind blow me to this day y'all need 15 people to take down one person y'all need 15 people to hold down one person I know it don't say that in the rule books. I know it don't say that as the standard detainment procedures, so it, it it's a black and white that's 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 one thing that we really got to address as well. you know what I mean because at the end of the day it's why why do y'all treat white people one way when y'all detain them if y'all detain them, but when black people commit a crime, it's oh y'all treated like this day like oh, we're gonna have to get him. We're going to have to lock him up, put him in shackles. I need somebody to hold his neck. I need somebody to hold his arms back. I need somebody to put, to put, like, put the tape around, put something around his waist. Why do we get all that? Why do, we, why do we
1: get all that? I'm not a cop, but I can tell you when cops say protect and serve, it's not for other people. It's for their people.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm 100%. Because I'm just like protecting, and serve. Who? There'll Who y'all cool. protect who are y'all protecting? Y'all people. Y'all not protecting us, y'all protecting y'all people. And as far as, like, black cops are concerned, I get that black cops gotta do their jobs at the end of the day. I understand that part. But sometimes, black cops are scared. Black cops are scared to come out. And again, this is why we see black cops, too, as enemies sometimes. Especially the people that's real emotional. Like, you you can try to go in there and talk to a protest, they don't want to hear that. Because not to mean black cops are speaking up. Or they see, like, you just, ah, uh, well, you just, you just saying, like my man said, you just saying this, bro. You, you don't mean none of this stuff. You just trying to know. But, you know, the one thing, the one thing about people got that people got to understand is, like, black cops, the moment they start opening their mouth and they start exposing the, the department, that's when a lot of problems come into play. And that's when they're going to be like, you can't say that. I'm pretty sure when these issues going on, they probably go to the black cops first and be like, hey, look. Remember, you still wear this badge. So you can't be going out here and talk trying to be on some revolutionary while working for the department. You gotta pick a side. Some cops are willing to risk it. to be like, I'm I'm here for my people. Other cops just be like, look, I gotta feed my family. Mm-hmm. Some cops make that decision. You know what I mean? That's just that's just I understand you gotta pick a side, you gotta do what you gotta do, but remember, they killing your people. I'm not gonna I, I can't I can't speak for every black cop, but if I, can, if I can say something, if I can help,
1: best believe I would though. And it's just one of those things on somebody's moral compass, at the end of the day, when it gets to that point where stuff really hits the fan, where they're like, all right. The situation with uh, President Trump, where mm-hmm. he was like, all right, just shoot on sight. That's basically what the tweet end up saying. He was like, when guns come, he, what did what the tweet say? When they start riding, we start shooting, something like that. Yeah, if yeah, I've you, been something like that. If you were a officer, right, or a military force, a person of color, and they said, all right, you need to start shooting. Somewhere along that moral compass, you're either going to take orders and shoot somebody, maybe a person of your own race, Or you're gonna be like, I don't know about this. I I can't follow orders. I don't care if I get fired. I don't care if I get in trouble. Something can happen to me, but I just can't follow this order. That's why I said at the end of the day, people are people, because there are people out there who are the same race, you know, who are black, where the same goes, all skin folk and kin folk, just go and kill a whole, you know, our whole race. Have no problem with it. Do it for a paycheck. I mean, look at how the Black Panthers fell apart. Within mm-hmm. the inside out. They fell apart from the inside out from their own people. I mean, yeah, Hoover had something to do with it and you had Cointel Pro, but it was really our people who done the work. See, when
0: you, when, this is why, like, when movements and, and they, they try to shut down Black Lives Matter by using corny ass All Lives Matter. And mm-hmm. just like I said, you know, you look at Black Panthers, they, they got crushed because, again, it's be our own people. But if you look at our methods, our methods is never violent. It's just the violent always comes to us first. Because, mm-hmm. again, you look at the Black Panthers, they label the Black Panthers as this dangerous, notorious Black gang. When their simple policy was you don't do nothing to us, we won't do nothing to you. But again, y'all come at, when y'all say stuff like that, if y'all, if y'all see them, shoot them on sight. Of course. This is where, like, again, this is where, like, now, with even with somebody like President Trump, like, don't don't get me, don't get it twisted with President Trump. President Trump don't like us. Let's keep, let's keep it 100% real. Trump don't like black people. Trump, Trump already made that clear out the gate, and he still won the election. He don't like black people. But for Trump to say, like, you shoot him on site, best believe, Trump, you ain't doing nothing but stir the pot. How you going to talk about some you want justice and the – first of all, how you talk about you want justice in the ongoing investigation for George Floyd? You got the video. The news media outlet has been planning for the last couple of days. So you asked so I'm asking you. You talking about shooting us on site, but you talking about an investigation.
1: The video is right there. What are you investigating? I feel like with all this stuff going on is trying to incite a race war. Mm-hmm. But in order to incite a race war, you have to really divide people. And there's no division. Like someone tweeted on social media. They tweeted on Twitter. They said it's not a black or white thing. It's not a black and this person thing. It's an everybody versus racism thing where you have many people, like I said earlier, there were people in the Asian community, Australian community, Indian community, who are checking their own people like, look, you can't be doing this. We're not rocking with this. And when it comes to All Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, people are saying, okay, you can't say All Lives Matter until we deal with this situation when it comes to Black people. Black people are basically being slaughtered out here in these streets taken out you see what i'm saying they're getting eliminated and people are just like oh well it's not my race so i can't really do nothing about it yes you can because those type of people if the cars were flipped and it wasn't black people and it was asians and it was hispanics and it was other races beating slaughtered just like how black people are in these streets They'll be like, oh, where's the black representation? They, they It's a habit of other races wanted, to, wanted us to back them. But when it comes to time to back us, they're nowhere to be found. And that's why a lot of people are like, okay, where are my friends, white friends, people of color? And another thing I want to follow up on is when people say, oh, white people, white people, white people, you're just focusing on white people. Like I said before, and I'll say this again, it's not just white people. It's people who aren't black. It's everybody who's not black, right? Because a lot of them have racism instilled in their family. And then you combine that with the black race who has colorism and don't like their own people. And then you're getting attacked from all angles and all sides and being destroyed from the inside out. How are you supposed to survive in America? You can't. You can't survive in America when everybody attacking you, then you come home and you get attacked at home as well. So I mean my friend asked me earlier
0: well last week. She asked me, she was like, she was like, is is racism ever gonna end? Even not in this lifetime, but the next lifetime. First of all, even if you look at racism, racism is never gonna end. Let's keep it real. No. I don't care, I don't care how many white people you invite to the cookout. Racism is never gonna end. Racism is a generational thing because their family, grew, their parents grew up racist. Their grandparents, guess what? They're gonna teach you to be racist at the end of the day as well. But my only things is, my only thing about other like other races, it it, it it just understand. You guys want you guys steal from us, y'all take from us, y'all pretty much ride like ride our backs for everything. But then be wanting to, but then be wanting our help. When it's like, where's our blood? You already stole it. But then you want us to go out here, you like y'all want us to do y'all dirty work. Or y'all sitting back watching us, y'all watching us and stealing everything we doing, but expecting us to be right expect to be by your side when things hit the fan. Understand this. Most, like I said, most, most white presidents were racist most of them were racist probably outside of probably jfk you got per you got a person like like donald trump who went on national tv and basically said i want all you blacks to go back home but then y'all be expecting us to where's black representation at why would i represent somebody who don't even want me here again our people built this country our people had to Y'all, y'all brought us over here to, to do manual labor. Y'all stole us from our land and brought us over here. But then be getting mad, then getting mad at us talking about some, well, where's the all the black representation? Where like again, no. Or like I said, when when these when these when these little white when these little white boys be shooting up these schools and stuff, and y'all seeing like, like where's the black representation at? Here's our representation. We know if we did that same situation, the outcome would be a lot different. So of course we not gonna y'all be going on TV trying to feel all like, well, he's he's mentally unstable in the head. We don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that because we already know the outcome if we did something like that. So don't ask us, don't ask us for our representation again. We already got to spend up. We y'all already get enough from us. So what y'all need our representation for?
1: I would say this. The biggest justice you could do as a black person in America is expected to be treated equally or expected to be treated fairly. You might be treated fairly or equally in a certain group, in a small group, but on a wide scale, no. Because we live in a white man's world. Nice. We live in a white man's world. Nice. It's just one of those things to where it's like, look around you read the room white person goes around the world the damn they worshiped black people going around the world it's a lot of race issues it's a lot of situations and black experiences when it comes to travel and what i'm saying is you shouldn't be scared to travel but these experiences are loud enough to where it's like okay there's some hesitation with visiting this country and that country whereas white person right white people have all these other races, including blacks trying to be adjacent, right? And try to fit in and elbow themselves in to be on a, Uh uh-oh, hold on. Got alert guys, (laughs) (laughs) we laugh, we laugh, got alert guys. So anyway, like I was saying, trying to be as white as possible but you're never going to be as white as possible, not even if you bleach your skin, because mm-hmm. there are people out there who would do that just to be accepted. But in order for you, right, to realize what's really good within yourself, you have to understand that your constant approval for white culture is the hatred, the self-hatred of what it means to be black. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you can say, okay, I understand this and I like this, like for me, you know, I like a lot of stuff that people consider white, but at the end of the day, I'm black as hell. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to go out here and try to say, oh, I'm not going to listen to this music, I'm not going to do that. Nah, my jams come on, my jams come on. I don't care if I get looks or nothing. I'm going to always hold it down for black people, my people, because at the end of the day, black people who got me, especially black women especially black women on the front lines and always having our backs and always trying to make things happen. I believe as black men, we have to support more black women. We have to support them more. Because it's true. It's true what they say. You know, you have black men who go and, you know, want to celebrate and link themselves with other races when at the end of the day, nobody holds you down like their own. Nobody holds you down like the people who love you most, and that's black one. See, my thing is right now, and this is where, you
0: know, and this is where I need y'all to help me understand right here. Help them understand. I'm about to help me understand. I'm, I'm waiting for the revolution to actually start. Because I, I remember my man Aaron asked me earlier, he was just like, is this a revolution? No, I'm waiting for the actual revolution to start. What do I basically mean by this? Again, one thing about it, it's already it's already hard to be black in America. But to be a black man in America is 10 times rougher because again, we're labeled as deadbeats. We're labeled we're labeled as criminals, profiled. Trust me, you can I can only count how many times I've been profiled. A white person would never understand that. They, they would pull it over. That. Being black, like said you would never understand the feeling of being profiled. Just because of the color shirt you got on, the hat you got on, the shoes you got on, or how you walk and talk, people just assume something about you. But again, I can't wait till the revolutionary—the the revolution really starts. Is again, yeah, we got we 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 work at these top firms. Again, that's the white man's dollar. But when we gonna start taking the white man's dollar, flip that jump, and we creating black business, black wealth that's revolution you look at you look at you look at like black women when are we going to start when are we actually going to start lifting our queens up because again they are the ones on the front lines they are the ones on the front lines when are we going to stop leaving them hanging to try to go chase something exotic or every time every time they do something we start blaming them for it i can't deal with her she got too much drama i got i can't deal with her she got an attitude i'm going to tell you right now every black female has an attitude if you push her to that limit my mom might be the quietest lady on the planet. You cross her one wrong way, she will, she will probably have an attitude. She'll same. probably cuss you out. She'll <laughs> probably cuss you out. And again, my mom don't cuss that much. My yeah. sister's are the same way. My sister will cuss you out in a heartbeat. No question. But again, they holding it down on the front line. Same thing. This is the same thing. That's revolution number two. Revolution number three right here. When you, when you look at, again, because I'm about to take it to my, with my lane. When you, when you take it to sports, same situation. I remember when Jamil Hill still came out with the whole, like, black athletes need to go to black college. When, like, when a black athletes going to – I get it. I get it. Nowadays, nowadays, kids don't got that, that revolution in them. A lot of them don't. Because, again, all the, all the white man got to do is say, hey, look, exposure, money, sponsorship, endorsements. We already taking off. We right there. Understand this. I get that your local black school ain't, may not be on TV. It may not get you to the NFL. It may not get you to the NBA. But understand this. You don't, you don't think you going to that school, you don't think you bringing that school money is paving the way for somebody else. That's what a revolution is. Us paving the way, us paving the way for something else. Us building, uh, us building businesses in the community is paving the way for the next generation. This man Aaron might build a business for his kids and his grandkids mm-hmm. may, that may last 20, 30 years from now. Same thing with myself. That's what a revolution is. Like, yo, when you see when a neighborhood can understand this black people unified is what white people are scared of the most. And we are unified, scared the most. Understand this if you roll through a black neighborhood and you see that there's no shooting, there's no killing, you see everybody dabbing each other, everybody at the cookout chilling, that that makes them nervous. Cause they they're like, Oh, they're not shooting and killing each other no more. What's going on over here? We're going to get, we, the best thing, like, again, look, like my man said it's always divide and conquer. Let's see who we, let's see how we can break this up. Let's see how we can break this unity up. So when it's, when the revolution really happens, I'm here. I'm already trying to start the revolution. Like I said, I need y'all to help me with the revolution as well. But it, it we can only pave the way, but it, it, it takes it takes us, it takes the community, it takes us as a race to really pave the way
1: for it that's all I'm saying I think i'm gonna finish up with this, and you basically asked the uh question I was going to ask if you think the revolution how we're going to go about it, but mm-hmm. I want to finish up with this by saying, i want to ask you, do you think we can actually do it because we always talk about we need to start Black Wall Street again. We need to start doing instead of talking. Do you see yourself in the state of America, in the state of the world, what's going on and what's going to happen in the years to come? Do you think we will actually be successful in our quest to establish the pro-Blackness that we've had before, the 70s, 80s, 90s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, how pro-black we were in those areas. And you look at now, it's been eradicated. So do you think the resurgence can actually happen again? See,
0: do I think it's possible? Yes. We got to do more. We got to do more doing than talking. Now, again, my man got the Black Panthers. We need a new generation version of Black Panthers, just a group of black people that go neighborhood to neighborhood, making sure kids got got, got books for school, got hot lunches. We need more of that. Unless we can find a, a, a newer generation version of Malcolm X or we can find a newer generation version of Martin Luther King. We already got the Black Lives Matter movement because understand when Black issues come up, Black Lives Matter come out, they come out in full force. So again, it's possible for the revolution to happen, but you got to understand it's like, it's try, it's getting everybody on board with it. And it starts from the it starts from the top. You know what I mean? Like like my my neighbor. My neighbor can be the the to be the, the coolest black dude on the planet. And he can be the next the next Martin Luther King leader of the black community around here. It just takes it just takes those people to do it. You again, you got entertainment as well. You got entertainment as well. Understand, your favorite rappers nowadays, a lot of them are not pro-black. A lot of them just like I'm just about getting my money. I don't even care. I don't even care about it. Cause again, they promoting shooting up, they promoting shooting each other. They promoting that. Instead of them saying, like, hey, look, like why don't we collab? won't we collab? Won't we like give something back to well instead of instead of you trying to do everything for money, why don't you just be like, yo, look, I'm trying to be in the neighborhood, do a free show. Like I said, we can't like you got you got these robbers nowadays, they can't even they can't even go to venues without somebody getting shot. They can't even go to venues without somebody chain getting snatched. So just imagine if, just imagine if like your favorite, your favorite rabbit just pulled up in a local park and just say, Yeah, we got everybody out here, we got food for the kids, moon bounce. That's how you know it's a revolution. That's how you know when the peace really came. But no, we divided in so many different ways that we gotta come together. You know what I mean? Movie cinema. They don't want like they don't wanna they don't wanna give up give a lot of black leads. All right, let's get some black directors and let's make some more black movies. You notice there ain't no black movies out here no more. The Poetic Justice, the Cooley Highs of the World, none of that stuff is around anymore.
1: What's that movie that came out? Uh, it was Valentine's Day. That was like the last like black movie with Issa Rae and. Uh, oh, uh, uh,
0: and Stan- uh Stanford or Stanford yeah. or something. Yeah. See, again, you got movies like those we can put into the collection. And, you know, I noticed that, like, I know that, uh, my like when I be at the job, my man's he always asked me about movies. He always asked me about movies. Again, I like I like my 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 American pies and all that stuff, but understand this. I grew up watching a lot of black movies. Cause why that's what my parents that's what my parents was watching. The cooley highs, the Fridays, the Boys in the Hoods. Again, you can make a movie like it's hard to make another movie like Boys in the Hood. But again, look at the messaging boys in the hood. Look like we need movies like that. But Entertainment, like athletics, all that stuff got to come together. So that's why I said the revolution can happen. It's just it's just a matter of everybody coming together and actually doing it. You remember how, like, in the 90s, they had the songs like Stop the Violence. It was literally just rappers came together talking about stop the violence. That's hard to do in this day and age. And this, because, again, rappers not really about that kind of movement no more. So, yeah, it's, it's going. It's, it can happen. It's going to take a lot of time, though. That's all it is.
1: I'm gonna get yeah. your
0: perspective on it.
1: You basically covered everything I was gonna say, so I'll just uh, leave it with this. I would say the answer to the question is less ego, more love, and less start white approval. Right? It's one of those things to where the Soul Train Awards once upon a time was the biggest thing, the biggest thing, and now everybody you know scrapping for Grammys and not saying. You can't, if you want to do your thing, go ahead, but stop looking at that as the measure for ultimate approval and all of these white-owned companies and people who don't represent us, you know, trying to be a part of that clique when we can build something strong on our own. Let me follow back up on the ego part, and that's exactly why we're not in the space we were in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. We, it's too much ego going on. Oh, I'm the top artist out here. I don't want to mess with him. Or I'm at this certain level in my career. They're not. I don't want to be bothered. When back then, it wasn't like that. You could be somebody who was on the top of the world and you see somebody coming up. Hey, I, I like your talent. Let's do something. Let's make something happen. So I think once we take ego out the way and we start showing more, more love amongst each other and we stay saying, okay, where are people where all we got we're using our resources and by me mean, by meaning of resources black businesses this person got this this person got that if you really look at how many black businesses we have out here we have all we need to survive and thrive we just got to take the away we just have to stop validating the white person's uh business like people in the streets they were uh in the malls, I think it was Lennox, they robbed a jewelry store and they out here, excuse me, they out here robbing for Gucci and all this stuff in Montclair. Why? Why? It, it doesn't make no sense. Instead of doing that, say, okay, we're going to start our own thing and this time we mean it. We're going to start building a center for black people and really preach black excellence. And mean it this time. Instead of just saying that and when this whole situation blows over, we back to uh we back to doing whatever we was doing before. No, in order for a revolution to happen, like you said, it has to be a real change, and the real change starts with us.
0: The support level too, guys. I'm glad he hit that when he was just that support level too is what we really gotta focus on a lot because I understand that we tend to look past black businesses. I understand we look past it. Like now is the time where just, I get it that, you know, some people don't have the best experience with black businesses, but you gotta understand that they're new. They're still trying to get on that high level of, okay, I like we got online shipping down pack. We got orderings, like sometimes order may be delayed. Cause again, they might don't got the system that they're looking for.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I'm saying? They might don't got it yet, but again, it's again supporting black, but you're trying to get them to You're trying to get them to where you're trying to get them to that multi-million dollar status, and it's all of, it's all about the support, guys. It's always about the support, where it's just like, hey, I'm I'm doing something good. Let me give back to. Let me give back to my man Aaron. I'm already got this platform. Let me give it to my man Aaron, or Aaron just be like you know what? I'm already big. Let me give it to my man Phongy over here, and let him let him start where he what he wants to start. Let me give him that boost. That's another thing too, is again, we scared to give each other that boost. Cause again, we got this mindset and like my man said, ego, we got this mindset of I'm making my money. It's each one teach one. Like you you got a way, you got a way of how you can how you can flourish, give the game to somebody else, not just like, nah I'm not giving up my secret, how I'm making my money. Cause then he gonna take my blueprint, cause if he take your blueprint and do it better. That's the whole point of it is each one teach one. He, you gave him the game, he ma- he did it, he mastered it, he, ma- he did some some stuff that you may not was able to do. That's understanding. because again, that's who taught me how to invest. I had a brother that I had a brother, a black dude as a manager in a retail store, pulled me to the office was just like going over stocks and stuff. Again, you talking to a brother that had no clue about what stocks were. and this man just going over the numbers with me just like, yo, do this, do that. So again, I know like I'm still working on how to do it. I might get better than him. I might get on the same level. I might can teach my kids. I might can teach somebody else. I even talk about stocks at the job. Like, dude, it's like you want to get on the movement, I got you. I can at least help you get to where you need to be at. So it's about that support as well. Same thing with same thing in the entertainment business. The entertainment business most, especially rappers, especially singers. Audit. Not when you get to this, this Drake pedestal, this Beyonce pedestal, and you looking down at everybody like, I'm not going to work with them. They not on my level. Just like my man said, they not on my level. Rise them up. Bring them with you. If you got to sign them to your label, bring them with you. You know what I'm saying? If they, if they flourish more than you do or if they, they take off, understand. Now they opening a the lane, they can take somebody else. And that person can take somebody
1: else. That's the revolution that we're really looking for. That's, that's the bigger picture. Uh, it's free 99 to be nice. It's free 99 to be a good person. And everybody starts from somewhere. And it's our job to help them get to that point. And basically, at the end of the day, you look at how people were, especially in the 90s. Everybody, especially in black music, was working with everybody. There was no ego. Everybody was working with everybody. People you need didn't even think will work together. We're working together. And that was that collaboration that we need. So we need that across the board, whether it's business, whether it's music, whether it's any kind of art form, whether it's sports. We need that collaboration to stop having ego and help each other get to the next level because the big picture isn't oh i don't want this guy to be bigger than me that's thinking small the big picture is this person if i help them can go on to do great things and what we want to do is we want to help as much people be as successful as possible cuz the more successful people we have the better we can be as people especially as black people so facts man that's that's all i have to say <laughs> I mean, man like
0: at this point we 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 didn't pretty much we we pretty much didn't cover this. I mean, you, you you realize that again a while back. I know we did the the, the Black Excellence episode, but it, again, it's just right now. It's with this whole situation with this George Floyd situation and all the deaths that we didn't had so far in 2020. When you just look at it, just like man, are we ever gonna get that change that we asked for? We that's the only thing about about Black people sometimes that that frustrates me. We keep saying things. We don't never go actually do this. We don't do nothing. We just sit back and just be like, man, we need this. Man, we need to do that. Man, we need to do this. Man, it's time to get up off your ass and actually go do it. It's time to get up off your ass and make it happen. Understand, if we take, o- if we take over every single thing in this world as, as African-Americans, best and believe. It's, it's a wrap. Cause we anytime black people touch something, it's automatically excellent, right out the gate. Automatic. Give us a few years, let us work out a few kinks. It is money right out the gate. I agree. It's just that simple, y'all. It's just that simple.
1: Nothing else to say. You you want to finish it up? Man, look, I ain't got nothing to say, but y'all need to hold on for a second. I got y'all though. Okay. I got y'all. <laughs> I got y'all though. Man. <laughs> He ended up leaving the room. Oh man.
0: I got y'all, man. This is what we doing right here, man.
1: Supporting black colleges. There we all go. All day
0: all day every day, man.
1: Just like a different world. <laughs> this is
0: the unity that we need right then and there, bro.
1: You and I TY. Exactly, 90. man. That's what we need, bro. I believe it, man. We we absolutely need unity especially in a time like this. But at this point, guys, nah. I, I ain't got much else to say. I mean, I, I pretty much my finished piece. my piece also.
0: You know what I'm saying? I done shared my piece. I done did what I was supposed to do. So at this point, it's your boy Fongadelic Jones.
1: And it's your boy Aaron Pornasetti. Wait. And okay, there we go.
0: And we out of here, y'all.
1: Peace. Peace.
0: Stay black, y'all. <laughs>